Passions Podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the passions of the brotherhood. This is your host, Susie Dowood. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Passions Podcast. I am excited to get back into it after a little break here, and I am happy to be here with an awesome person with a cool passion and honestly something that I've always wished I had been able to do. So without further ado, we have Macy O'Malley here to talk to us about sailing. So hello, Macy. Hi, Susie. How are you Thanks doing? Thanks for having me here today. Oh, yes, of course. It's a pleasure. Um, so yeah, we can just head on into the questions then. I don't know, do you have any any sort of intro to your life in sailing you want to give? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess, well, sailing for me was something that I was always like, very adamant against doing. Um, I come from a long line of sailors, um, so it was like always assumed that I would do it, and then when I was like old enough to, I mean, like they start sailing at like four years old, which is beyond me, but um, like when, it, when I was old enough to like go to sailing school, I was just very, very much against it, probably just because they were all telling me that I, like, should, or mm-hmm. that I needed to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, like, eventually um, just, like, gave in, basically, to my family um, and started sailing. Um, that was about when I was eight or nine years old. Um, but, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So, are you... Did, like, your parents sail? I don't know if you have siblings that sail, too. Everyone sailed? Yeah, so, basically, so my grandma um, was a huge sailor. She she was, like, very um, involved with Pewaukee, like, Yacht Club, or Pewaukee Yacht Club, mm-hmm. and was, like, integral to starting Pewaukee, like, sailing school back in the day. Um, basically, like, when my dad was, like, of, like, when he was little. Yeah. Um... And so basically, like, my grandma was, like, very involved in sailing that way and then got her kids involved and, like, my uncles and my great-uncles and all of them, they all sailed too. Mm. Um, so then, you know, then my grandma's like, Macy, come on, like, sign up for sailing school. And I'm, like, this little kid, I'm like, no, grandma, I don't want to. <laughs> and she would get, like, so annoyed with me, which yeah. rightly so, because I was just being a little brat. But um, <laughs> then... Like, one year, I was like, okay, like, I've heard enough of this. Like, fine, Grandma, I'll go to sailing school. <laughs> um, and I loved it. Like, yeah. I haven't stopped sailing since. Wow. That's crazy. When did you first start sailing then? So that was when I was, like, eight or nine. Okay. I think, I think eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's been a good 11 or 12 years. Yeah. Um, wow. But... Yeah. Where, where, and how did you first learn how to sail? I first learned how to sail at Pewaukee Lake okay. in an Opti, which is basically like the smallest boat you can sail. Um, we like to like make the joke that there's like floating bathtubs, because um, <laughs> literally, I mean, like we put like as an instructor, like you can you can sail like four year olds in those boats if you okay. really want to. Um, which is just insane. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but they're, like, just one sail, like, super tiny, really easy to learn on. Um, 
and that was at Kewaukee Lake Sailing School, and of course, like, my brother was there, too, um, yeah. he's just a year younger than me, so we kind of, okay. like, did everything together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fun. So, yeah. when you go to the sailing school in the summer, was it sort of, like, summer camp style, where you were there, like, all day, or was it, like, two hours a day, or something like that? Yeah, so, I mean, Kewaukee Lake Sailing School is, like, actually quite rigorous mm-hmm. compared to other ones. Mm-hmm. They practice a lot more. Um, my brother and I were in, like, you know, beginner opti, which is, like, um, four days a week now, I guess, but I think we didn't go that often. <laughs> um, seriously, like, I taught at Pewaukee, like, a couple summers ago, yeah. and they, it's great, like, they get the kids really into sailing, like, the parents can basically, like, drop their kid off, they'll have, like, opties in the morning and exports in the afternoon, pick them up at, like, 4 p.m., and huh. they've had a full day of sailing, yeah. which is fantastic um I just don't think like at that point in my life I really wanted to like compete hardcore okay um and I was really just there like to learn and have fun yeah sure yeah Yeah, that's cool so you first started you know there and then what's kind of been your journey with sailing like did you move into competing or have you just been doing it for fun mainly yeah so I did I sailed opties on Pewaukee for a couple years never really got into racing there um but, I mean, they, they make it so fun. Like, yeah. as a kid, there's just nothing better. Like, I love sailing school. <laughs> um, but then um, then I went over to Beaver Lake and sailed an expo for four years. After that, moved on to Pine Lake and skipped my own boat, um, which was so fun. Yeah. Only did that for a year, and then, then I aged out of expos. So you can only sail expos until you're 16, um, and that's sailed two people a skipper and a crew so I was a crew for four years and then a skipper for one um but now since then I've started sailing a sea boat with my brother back on Pewaukee Lake which makes my family very happy because <laughs> um, they all live on the lake yeah um but yeah so now this is our third year with the sea boat um and we're definitely like trying to be competitive it's just the fleet is very very competitive especially on Pewaukee mm-hmm. um, because there there are guys who've been sailing those boats for 30 40 50 years oh, wow. they have so much experience yeah. and the boats are tricky sea boats definitely are um a bit more difficult to sail especially they're just very technical mm-hmm. um and so just like finding um finding your groove kind of sailing that boat takes a long time we're definitely still working on that yeah no I I can imagine I know I whenever I think of sailing I think of people like leaning off the boat completely like looking like they're about to go in the water and like pulling the sail and stuff um (laughs) what's your favorite boat to sail my favorite honestly I have never really like been on an e-boat program um but I started sailing I sailed a couple times this summer on an e-boat which was so fun. So there was, I forget the exact like, length of the boat, but um, you have a jib and a main sail, and then on the downwinds you put up a spinnaker. Um, they're just like, sailed with three people. I know it's like a lot of terminology, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just funny. <laughs> Not a lot of people are like aware of it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so basically an e-boat is sailed with three people, and then when it's windy, you add a fourth. Okay. Um, just to kind of, like, weigh the boat down. Okay. And so I was 
asked to fourth a couple times this summer and just like learning the boat was so fun and like mm-hmm. I think for me like I can see myself sailing one of those in the future because there's like a totally different dynamic when you have three or four people on a boat as opposed to two mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I think it like definitely adds a lot to have that third person and that fourth person yeah just in terms of like teamwork and like talking things out and like working together and not getting like caught up in mm-hmm. the competition I guess yeah um I know that's something that like my brother and I struggle with um on our seaboat okay but yeah 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 that's awesome have you ever had like a catastrophe like flipped a boat or something or I don't know something yeah. like that <laughs> always oh my god there's like so many stories but I remember like <laughs> one time um when I was sailing on Beaver Lake we were at like we were just at sailing school mm-hmm. um and I was sailing with my friend Mare and she we tipped over oh. um it like couldn't have been that windy like it's Beaver Lake yeah not very big but um we tipped over and I got caught under the boat and when you're at sailing school, you can't take off your life jacket. It's, like, mm-hmm. the rule. Yeah. And so I'm, like, stuck under the boat, and it, it didn't just, like, tip over. It fully turtled. So, like, the mast is, like, pointing down now instead of up. Oh, my gosh. Um, And so the boat, like, I can, like, Mare's on top trying to, like, get the centerboard to pull the boat back over. And, like, you can just, like, see the boat, like, sinking and sinking. Um, And I'm, like, holy crap, like, I'm... Like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. So I'm, like, trying to, like, get out somehow, but I couldn't because I was, like, caught in the ropes and stuff, like, with my life jacket. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, I'm, like I need to take my life jacket off, so I had to, like, you know, unbuckle everything yeah. and then swim under just to, like, get out. Oh, my um, gosh. I can like, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like super extreme. Yeah. But I was just going to say, it gets, like, really intense out on the race course. Like, yeah. I've seen, like, one of those times I was out sailing the e-boat um, this summer on Pine Lake, there was, like, a huge collision um, between two of them. Luckily, like, I was not involved in that. Yeah. But those boats cost, like, $28,000. And just, like, all of that damage is so expensive to repair. Yeah. Um, And I, don't, I just don't see myself as someone who's, like, uber competitive to the point like I don't think anyone really ever wants to like hit someone else yeah but it's just really unfortunate when it does happen because it like you know it takes one team out of the out of the rest of their season you know you can't like repair a boat that quickly um but it's crazy like how intense it gets like (laughs) all the yelling that goes on on the race course is insane like between boats or like the team on a boat yelling at each other or both. 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 Wow. Yeah, because, I wow. mean, you have, like, the skipper who's in charge and, like, trying to, like, convey all the information that needs to be, like, about what needs to be done. But then okay. also the crew is working to get the skipper the information that he or she needs to, like, make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been on boats where, like, my skipper isn't isn't responding when I say something or, like, when the rest of the crew is, like, spitting out all this information like you got from that boat over there or, like you're gonna hit the buoy or okay. you need to do whatever yeah and the skipper just like is thinking so hard that they don't respond and i'm like we need a verbal confirmation <laughs> like there's so much yelling yeah um, yeah but most of the yelling that goes on like between boats um it's just about like the rules of sailing and mm. 
um, certainly rights and whatever okay. uh, based on your tack or wherever you're going. But, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So when you're on a boat and you're racing, what types of decisions have to be made? Like which direction to go to? Or I don't know. I literally know nothing about sailing. Yeah. Um, so basically like um, oftentimes on a downwind leg when uh, basically like the back of the boat is to the wind. Okay. Like it's closer to the wind than the front of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, your sails will be all the way out and you have to like there will be what's called a gate and at the downwind like mark basically Mm -hmm. like the buoy Mm -hmm. um and there will be two of them because the gate the gate consists of two buoys and you have to pick like which one you're gonna go to and then there's all sorts of things that factor into that decision it's like like how many boats are going to the port buoy versus the starboard buoy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um or like then you have to look behind you and look at the wind and where's the yeah. wind coming from? Is it stronger at port or starboard upwind? Like, yeah. do we, what do we want to catch? Um, mm-hmm. And so then that's, again, a huge conversation within within the boat, within, like, between the crew and the skipper. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's, like, a big decision. Yeah. Timing is huge, like, um, especially when there's, like, a big puff of wind coming down. We're like, okay, like, we need to set up for this. Like, yeah. we get, you know, like you were saying, like, when people are, when the boat goes really high up and everyone's leaning out, yeah. like, um, you need to, like, time that well so you don't lose your speed. Yeah. Um, huh. But this this is all, like, very much muscle memory that you learn, okay. like, by just repeating, repeat, repetitively doing it. Yeah. Yeah. What are some strategies or, I guess, techniques? How do you tell when the wind is going to, like, pick up or change directions or just anything like that? Honestly, it's, like, it's difficult for me to like articulate when yeah. the wind will like change direction. Yeah. Um, that's something I'm working on is reading the wind. Uh-huh. Something that like you know I improve on. Yeah. Um. But I mean the wind like tends to oscillate, so it'll go. Um, if you have like the general like wind direction of like northwest, like it'll alternate. Um. I, I don't know how many degrees. Like, a little <laughs> bit like to yeah. the left or the right. Okay. Um, just like, like as like it's just the natural like process of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess what your whole plan is like while you're in a race or just while you're sailing in general is you have to you have to like orient your boat in a way to the wind and then have your sails trimmed to like a certain spot based on which way your boat is oriented. So like you okay. could be going. Um, you could be going upwind and you need your boat or your sail trimmed in more than if you had, like, if your sail, if your boat is pointed less towards the wind. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. like, to keep your speed, it's what we call the wind circle in mm-hmm. sailing school. Um, <laughs> but basically, wherever, um, wherever you're pointing with your boat you need to adjust your sails to like maintain your speed because if you're going down and with your sails pulled in you're you you will not catch the wind oh yeah. that's that's so it's like fascinating to me i don't know is a typical race would you say or maybe how long are races that you've been in yeah so i mean i sail like on inland lakes in southeastern wisconsin so it's a pretty limited like <laughs> yeah. scope yeah yeah um but that's fine um <laughs> 
committee tends to set races that last an hour oh, each. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, like, yeah, and that goes for regattas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, our, on, on the lake that you sail on, you generally have one weekend race and, or, like, a, a race weekend day, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like, yeah. You would race, like, like, we race on Sundays. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you would have a midweek race day as well. So then we race Thursday nights on the okay. Okay. For the okay. Seaboats. So then each fleet has, like, a different time. So, like, the e-boats sail, like, in the afternoons. And, yeah, it's, like, all different. Oh, um, interesting. But it's really fun. And they, like, really, they work hard to get all the fleets out there multiple times a week. Which yeah. I think is really important to, like, keep you interested yeah. and involved. Yeah. No, yeah, that is that is super cool. What's like the prime sailing season around here? Um, honestly, like any time, like if you have a pier in the water, you can be sailing. Oh. Like if you have your pier and your lift in the water. Okay. Huh. Um. So I think we put our boat in like, at like Memorial Day to Labor Day. Would okay. Be like a standard season. Yeah. You can always add a little, a little extra on yeah. Side. yeah yeah that's awesome what's your favorite sailing weather or like your prime weather oh man we had <laughs> i like windy okay um, windy weather okay it's so fun yeah um, yeah i don't know necessarily that i like to steer the boat in such windy weather um because mm-hmm. that like so stressful yeah but I mean, we were out there one time this summer. Um, my brother and I were racing our sea boat on a Thursday night. Um, and we had our friend Simon with us because it was so windy that we needed someone else to weigh the boat down with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're out there, we're sailing, and we, like, the boat tips over. Oh. <laughs> and we had, like, noticed it was going to happen in time that we could, like, prevent ourselves from like jumping out of the boat okay we just like swing our legs around the side of the boat and like essentially like tip it back over before it could fully yeah uh-huh um and then just kept sailing the race (laughs) they ended up on our downwind we were going so fast we have a speedometer on the boat yeah Um, i forget it was um the wind had to have been in the 20 miles per hour wow yeah um, but we were whipping. Yeah. And, um, then the race committee comes by and, oh, and all the while it's raining. Like, <laughs> it's like a sun shower. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. So, like, obviously, then the race committee comes by and they're like, sailing, like, race abandoned. Like, we're like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, this is really dangerous out here. Like, it's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, those times sailing are just so fun. Yeah. And, like, the conditions that might not seem ideal for like for sailing can be yeah because it's just like whatever you make of it so yeah that was super fun um but obviously like having a nice bluebird day with, yeah like, sun and steady wind is nice too <laughs> yeah right that oh, that does sound so fun and just like so much adrenaline i feel like just trying to like so much yes i don't even know make it i guess <laughs> that's yeah. awesome though um Where's your favorite place to sail, or your favorite place you've ever sailed? Um, I guess, I guess you... my favorite place to sail would be, like, my home lake, Pewaukee. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I did just get back from a really cool sailing trip 
on Lake Michigan. Oh, okay. Um, that was like three or four weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. But, um, we went out in S2 7.9, which is like a 26-foot boat. Um, Holy cow. Like a little cabin. Yeah. Underneath, so you can like, you, know, you can be like in the boat or like out sailing. Okay. Um, that was so fun. They yeah. had like a huge jib, big mainsail too. Yeah. Um, I was out there with a couple buddies of mine. Mm-hmm. I'd never sailed Lake Michigan before. Okay. Um, so it was super cool to be out there. I mean, it was very intense. We sailed 90 miles in two days. Holy cow. Um, which, like, honestly, isn't that far. Yeah. But, like, for me, coming from the Inland Lakes, like, it's far. <laughs> yeah, that sounds very far to me, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, on our way down, like, we sailed... From Harbor Springs, Michigan, like which is on like mainland Michigan, mm-hmm. we sailed from there to this island called Beaver Island, okay. um, which is about forty miles out, and that was all just like a nice downwind, mm-hmm. um, super leisurely. Like, we sailed like all through the night. Yeah. Uh, beautiful sunrise in the morning. Oh, yeah. And like stars, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous out there. Yeah. Like, I never sailed at night either. That was so cool. Okay. So did you have to do the whole, like, someone has to stay up and, I guess, manage the boat or something like that? Like, yeah, stay up? So okay. we did watch cycles okay. of, like, two of us would be awake, two of us would be sleeping. Okay. But it, like, got to the point where, like, sometimes the wind would pick up and we all had to be, like, on deck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to just kind of manage everything. <laughs> um, yeah. But... It's definitely, like, physically and mentally taxing to be out there. Yeah. Um, it was just a super cool trip, so I guess that's, like, my favorite place that I have sailed. Yeah. As of right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you want to do more of those types of things? Like, more multi-day trips and stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I have been on, like, a, we used to sail a catamaran around the British Virgin Islands. Okay. Um, my grandparents, like, used to have a boat down there. Mm-hmm. The same one who, my grandma, who is, like, very involved with yeah. Pewaukee Lake. Yeah. Um, still is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, that was a super cool trip. Just, like, the difference between that more, like, vacation-y feel and, like, this Lake Michigan trip is that we were, like, on our own. Like, we were, like, four 20-somethings, like, <laughs> in the middle of the lake. Yeah. With no one around. Yeah. Um, which is, like, very freeing. Like, I, I liked it, it a lot. It was very, uh, like, humbling, I guess. Yeah. I'd imagine, yeah. And, like, just looking out and not being able to see anything and... Yeah. Wow. That is... That's crazy. I definitely... Yeah. Someday. Someday, maybe. I'll join you if I ever learn I how to do. sail. <laughs> So, um, now kind of pivoting to your job, I know, I think you worked at some sort of sailing school this summer, right? Mm-hmm. Could you tell us yeah. a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah, this is my fourth year, um, coaching sailing school. Okay. Um, I was at Okachi Lake this summer, mm-hmm. um, as their assistant head of sailing school, which was really fun. Yeah. I worked there last year as well, but it was kind of just like a part-time mm-hmm. gig, mm-hmm. um, so this year was more full-time, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, and so I coached Opti's, X-Boats, and 420s. Okay. Um, yeah, which I really, I mean, I've worked at all different sailing schools, and like, they're all very different, and they all have their merits. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but this year I think it was really nice to just be kind of on like a more lax program and like especially with corona like yeah. it was just it was good to uh, well not only like to have the job to fall back on yeah uh, I wasn't supposed to be teaching students this summer <laughs> um, but they graciously took me back yeah um, and I mean it's like the best job in the world yeah you're, you're outside you're driving a boat teaching kids how to sail like, yeah yeah, awesome. you can't complain about that, no. You really can. <laughs> that is cool. What overall, like, if you had to say a few things, what are your favorite things about sailing? Just any any of it. Yeah. Um, I've always liked the way that, like, sailing makes you think. Mm-hmm. Um, you're constantly, you have to be very vigilant of your environment and just like analyzing all possible outcomes yeah which i think is like a really good skill to have and to develop like from a young age mm-hmm. um it's really cool to see like my little kids like in sailing school like seeing them like really thinking yeah um, and like analyzing their situation that they're in like it's it's crazy um <laughs> but i really like that about the sport and also just like the sailing community mm-hmm. um i mean i've grown up with like so many kids made so many friends like through sailing and it's it's a lifelong sport so yeah those friends and those like like the camaraderie there doesn't really go away yeah um and like i said like i'm sailing against people who've um been out there for 50 years yeah um but then also against you know teenagers who just started out like it's a very cool um it's a very cool dynamic to have mm-hmm like, all ages in one spot and, like, still just working towards the same goal. Yeah, that does, that does sound awesome. Like, the whole sailing community, I feel like, is a very cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. Have you gotten involved with any sort of sailing um, here at Madison? I wish, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I like, went to join the team. I know, like, so many kids on the team because I yeah. grew up with them. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, just sailing around by my house, but, um, yeah tried to join the team like last year kind of did but then like corona happened so then we didn't have a season yeah and um now i think they've just resumed practice but i'm not on campus right now so okay. i have not i've yet to like formally yeah um, be involved but i you know i'm really hoping that 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 changes i do want to be a part of it yeah no yeah for sure and definitely i bet if it wasn't, uh, you know, COVID times, things would probably be different, but maybe in the oh, future. <laughs> so last question here. Do you have any tips for someone who maybe wants to get started in sailing or wants to be more involved in it or something like that? Yeah. Um, reach out. Reach out to people you know. Reach yeah. out to me. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of resources to get people involved in sailing. I know quite a few yacht clubs offer, like, scholarship boats or like we'll offer um, classes for people who want to get into it because sailing does tends to be on the more expensive side of sports. Um, yeah. And so I know like there are quite a few um, like programs and like there's infrastructure in place to make it accessible to people mm-hmm. um, who want to like start it and like figure out if it's for them. Yeah. Um, specifically like at Okachi, like, like they, they just want to get more people into the program. So I know that goes for, like, most people. Like, I don't know a sailor who wouldn't want to, like, teach their friends how to sail. Yeah. You know, get yeah. people. It's so fun. Like, I just 
Yeah. I don't know anyone who would like say no to that if they were asked. Yeah. Um, That's great. So I would just say like, don't be intimidated by it. Um, it does. It can be intense at times, but that's that's how you learn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, obviously reach yeah. out to me with questions or Christian. I mean, he's he's here too. Yeah. Um, he's a great resource. Yeah. And yeah. That's def- that's awesome. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Um, you've definitely, you know, fueled my interest in sailing, and I hope other people's too, and it just seems so cool and so fun, and definitely, a, I don't know, impressive too. Impressive that you've, you know, started and continued and taken, taken it so far and, you know, still have more goals and stuff. I guess, yeah, one more question. What, do you have any goals related to sailing? question um any goals I guess at this point I'm not trying to like set crazy goals for myself yet in terms of sailing yeah um but I would like to be the skipper on an e-boat okay in in you know soon yeah yeah um yeah so that would entail me like acquiring a boat um and like getting a crew together but I think like my cousin um my cousin Suzanne sells an e-boat, and she's, like, so great. Like, she's out there for fun, which is, I guess, my motive as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's 17, you know? Oh, like, anyone yeah. can do it. Um, yeah. And so, honestly, she's so inspiring to me to just be, like, she's like, yeah, like, I'm out here. <laughs> yeah. No um, big deal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool. But I, I would really like to skip an e-boat one of these days. Yeah. Um, and, like, have a full-on program yeah no that would be awesome yeah Yeah. all right well thank you very much and now we'll move into the hot mic portion um to learn a little bit more about you all right so first question what is one of your guilty pleasures that's a tough one too hell yeah um <laughs> that's okay that's okay we can do we'll just move to the next one if it, if it comes to you just let me know right. um another hard question a recent <laughs> a recent weird purchase you made a weird purchase yeah if um, any well i did just buy a later hosen oh okay <laughs> for october fest party okay um or a gathering i should say yeah yeah um, Yes. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, that's definitely interesting. Good for you though. Good for you. Yeah. Um what is one of your favorite fall activities? Um in the fall, I really like to just like go on hikes. Okay. Um, especially around like Holy Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know where that is. Oh yeah, yep. My it's mom gorgeous yeah. out there like with um the leaves and everything. Yeah. Um Honestly, just, like, being outside and being able to, like, enjoy the weather, mm-hmm. too. Like, I love sweater weather. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I know my mom went to Holy Hill this past weekend, actually, and she sent me some pictures. The trees are so, so pretty. So nice there. Yeah, right? Um, and then I guess, last question here. Um, what is your favorite spot on campus? I mean, I guess it's not on campus in Madison, but I love going to the Capitol. Yeah. And just, like, 
doing homework or like mm-hmm. sitting there. It's so nice. Like I yeah. go by myself all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's very peaceful there, and there's still like motion around mm-hmm. and like people. Which yeah. I like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it there, and obviously like just the lakeshore, like yeah. Lake Mendota in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true sailor. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all of the questions I have for you then. Thank you so much for sharing your passion of sailing. It was really cool to hear about all that stuff, and I definitely learned a lot. Um, and, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yes. All right. And with that, we are wrapping up another episode of the Passions Podcast. So thank you, Macy, and I'll talk to you all next time. Got it. Done. Woo! That was awesome. Thanks for listening. If you have a passion, reach out and you could be on next week's episode.